So, Sarah, I've been reviewing the footage of your TikTok. Oh, jeez. Your TikTok video for breaking verbal quarantine. And and I'm going to give you a solid nine out of ten. Wow. And also, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, an, <laughs> an excellent first TikTok in my expert TikTok opinion. I might just have to retire my TikTok re- career with that. I mean, a nine out of ten. You just Although, come in, just like boom, little Drake song. You're good. That being said, I was called out for not even listening to the song and using the wrong feet. Like <laughs> somebody called you out on that. Wrong feet, Sarah. Yeah. I don't know which one's left and which one's right, but whatever. It's fine. So for anyone who doesn't know, or if this happens to be the first time you're listening to us and you stumbled on our podcast (laughs) for some weird reason, last week, Sarah and I had a bet that we would get through the entire podcast without mentioning coronavirus or Kona, Kona, COVID-19. And then Sarah actually accidentally said it, didn't realize she did. And then I said it immediately after calling her out on it so we both had to serve a punishment in which sarah had to make a tiktok video her first tiktok video and i had to do an interpretive dance to a kenny g song so and one of one of the live feisty media team selected uh the 2c challenge the 2c the 2c slide well that's the that's the dance right the 2c slide sorry yeah so yes ellen there you go yeah, it was, it's a the new Drake song, and Sarah did a TikTok yeah. to it, and, and I I, ha- I replicated his outfit. That's the part I'm most proud of, you mm. know. And you should and you should be. Yeah, <laughs> that's that was that's like, that was my biggest accomplishment over the past few days. Was like, right. hey, I have a camo jacket in the basement. <laughs> I have a black face mask. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to duet this? Because she's got such a good outfit. But I think I have an idea. So. Oh, wow. I'm totally going to duet your TikTok. Yeah. Sarah. So Sarah did hers first. I actually thought I was going to get away with possibly everybody forgetting about it. I thought maybe you thought that. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. And then last night she throws the gauntlet down hard. I'm like, how? I mean, we're talking beautiful scenery it was inspiring. It was moving. It was everything Kenny G is. And I just... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how I was going to even come close to it. But, Sarah, I you just... You pulled it out. I had faith in you. So, it was well, good. We were well matched on this challenge. We... Basically, what I have learned is... We both don't care about looking totally ridiculous. Mm. That's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. So for, for, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, go to our Instagram at if we were riding and you will find the amazing TikToks that Sarah and I made this week. Okay. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk about what's new in feisty world. Our latest segment, Jordan explains stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about our impressions of Iron Man VR And, of course, we have another amazing segment called Grossly True after this. Hey, Sarah, what's what's that in your hand? Oh, I'm um, drinking a nice uh, Cab Sav in this evening's recording. How about you? What are you drinking? I have some noon rest because it's nine o'clock at night. 
I'm ready to go to bed after this. Well, at least one of us is going to be well rested and hydrated after this recording. We are so grateful to Noon Hydration for their sponsorship of this podcast. And if you want to get 30% off, you can go to noonlife.com and use the code IRONWOMEN, plural women, as our sister podcast. You can use that as a code and you will get 30% off your next order at noonlife.com. I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. So Sarah, just before this call, I came off our most recent feisty happy hour with the amazing Steph Corker. It was it was so fun. So were you pre-gaming our podcast? Is that what you're I saying? Was. You you I had was. wine already. <laughs> no, I actually was still on that was at four PM. This is a Wednesday, four PM. I was actually still on the coffee then. I saved up my wine for you. Oh, so. thanks, man. Yeah, so how to go? It just seems like over the past few days, you guys have launched a whole bunch of things. So yeah, keep keep me caught up. What's what's this? You know, wine and talking thing. Wine and talking is what <laughs> I do best. <laughs> Wait, what is the official name? The the happy hour. Happy hour. Feisty happy hour. Feisty happy hour. Yes. Okay, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. So what we did actually like my team, I've mentioned this before, but my team at Live Feisty has been so amazing. We just like when this COVID-19, we all have to stay inside thing started. We just like started to pivot hard and to go like, what exactly can we do for our community right now? How can we, you know, what can we, I don't know, what can we do that would be positive, right? So we were already relaunching this podcast. There was that. Uh, we launched a new podcast this week called Girls Gone Gravel, which is all about gravel riding. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. And the first episode is actually really great. We had uh, a great gravel pro cyclist called Allison Tetrick on. And then another thing that we did was these feisty webinars, which are sort of aimed at our like super core community. Anyone's welcome to come. Like you can sign up. Anyone's welcome. We're doing them twice a week, it's sort of around like the evening time in North America. So depending on where you are, it might be like five, six, seven, eight o'clock. And then basically we have a guest that we do a Q&A with and they have an area of expertise. So Steph Corker was our second guest and she runs kind of a, the Corker company, which is a, she specializes in HR you know, so they know a lot about hiring, firing, and are really having to like make the best of this current situation. So we talked to her about staying positive and how to be a leader. And uh, she has really great energy. So it was really fun. And then we and then we let people like people ask questions. It's kind of, um, yeah, it's kind of like a circle of trust. And you have like a person there who has expertise and you can ask them anything you want to know. So it's fun. What, what I will take away from Steph is every time I'm on a webcam to fix my face. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I great. I just saw the Instagram story afterwards. I'm like, "Fix my face. What is she talking about?" And I needed Sarah to elaborate, but I am now going to be more aware of what I'm doing, where I'm looking when I'm on a webcam. Yeah, and she was talking about, you know, she was talking about when we do Zoom calls and Zoom meetings, which we're all doing now, right? And people who have like resting bitch face, you know? 
like where you look more negative than you feel. Right. And she was just saying, like, give me some positive energy back. Like, don't don't fall asleep. Like, look at me. And talk I can to me, see so. you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she did say she's like, I have you on gallery view. I'm watching you fix your face. So that was great. And on Friday, it's my turn. So I'm being asked the questions on the day that this podcast comes out. That's it. So if anyone wants to oh. sign up and come on our webinar and chat with me, well, that, not really like it's just like a Q&A. It's super casual and really fun. It's totally free. You just need the link. You just have to sign up on our website at livefeisty.com and then we'll send you the link and you can just come to the thing. So mm-hmm. it's because we thought like maybe there were some people who might be like, what the hell are you doing with this weird new media company? And like we have questions. So. Oh, so you're that's what you're going to be talking about. Yeah. On Friday. Okay. Yeah. I think we called it something really official, like uh, building a media empire in the digital age or something. Something that I totally, well, I guess I do know a little bit about, but yeah, that people like then just can ask questions about what we're doing. So, or like TikTok tips. TikTok tips also. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of the media empire. We need to ask someone else who actually knows what they're doing on TikTok. <laughs> we'll find that expert somewhere. Ashley um, seems really into it. Yeah, she is super into it. I actually like, I love TikTok. I just haven't really, like, there's not that many of my people there. So it's a lot harder to, like, it's a lot harder to, like, find your community and t- know who you're talking to. Where, like, my nine-year-old talks to people all the time and has, like, a whole community over there <laughs> um, so somewhere as people start coming on a tiktok i'm gonna be there i'm like already there so OG. that's my plan anyway <laughs> exactly i'll be the og of tiktok okay so uh, so jordan blanco one of our podcast listeners she reached out to you this week or to us i should say and she gave some clarification around the iron man sale so what was the information from jordan Basically, so Jordan, you're awesome. Thank you. The sale is pretty much has gone through. The way she described it was that there are some circumstances in which the the buyer can back out at this point, but it's like 99% not finalized. Yeah. If I totally butchered that, I don't know. Right. Okay. Okay, so yeah, so last week I think we left the impression maybe that oh, it yeah. wasn't necessarily a done Just deal. Just edit that out. <laughs> it cut. It cut is. Yeah, we're not okay for again for the new listeners. Our information may not be a hundred percent accurate because we like to speculate wildly on this podcast. So, but it, my original point was that yes, it has closed, but it's not finalized. But it sounds like based on what Jordan was saying. Being, you know, smarty pants, Stanford Business School person that she is, is that it's highly unlikely that anything will change, that we should just assume that the purchase is signed, sealed, delivered. Right. Great. So Iron Man is sold and hopefully will, despite many races being canceled this year, last through to see it, to see another few, another few years. Yeah. And it, it sounds like based, based on her explanation that really probably not much will change at Iron Man. But. Okay. So we also had a voicemail from Jordan who talked about Iron Man's new VR platform. Hey, Sarah and Sarah, it's Jordan Blanco. I was laughing once again at the podcast this morning when you started talking about the Iron Man VR, mostly because 
Sarah rightly assumed that VR meant virtual reality, which is what it means for the rest of the world. Unfortunately, and that's why she's thinking about goggles. Unfortunately, when it comes to Iron Man, VR, they've decided means virtual racing. So yes, you're not competing in a, a virtual world necessarily. You're just racing virtually. Anyway, just thought I'd uh, share that clarification. Have a good weekend. So Sarah, I hear you tried out, did you try out the Iron Man VR? Kind of, sort of. So I signed up and was very disappointed there were no virtual reality goggles that came in. The that mail. is disappointing. Like, <laughs> I feel is. like if it actually had been like virtual reality and that they were like Iron Man was the first, like they were leading the charge on like mass, you know, like mass experience with sport and VR. Like, I would love that. That would be great. But that's yeah. not what it is. No, it, it's not. It's as Jordan says, it's virtual racing. Although I kind of did it, you know, in more of a test of just how the platform works. Wanted to dig in a bit. I had a longish ride that weekend and had a longish run. So I figured might as well. So that last weekend it was 21K run, you know, a 56 mile bike, 5K run. And you have a window of time, so essentially the weekend in which to complete it. Um, oh, I, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, it so it doesn't. No, you can you can do it at any point over. I think forty eight oh. hours, however long it is. Yeah, interesting. Okay. And so I I didn't modify my training at all. So I kind of sort of did it because I went out with my road bike and was just kind of monkeying around for a few hours and ended up with like. 52 miles and I wasn't going to ride another four because I don't really care, but I got the running part done because I was mm -hmm. just going to run anyway. Uh, you know, I can't really tell you how well the platform works because let's be honest, I didn't really use it the way it's meant to be used. I just uploaded my training through Strava and mm -hmm. just, yeah, I think if you, I got more engaged, I would have actually had a real test of how it is. But Jordan, however, did try it a bit uh, more seriously, and she gave us some feedback on it. Uh, and it sounds like, you know, they're working out some kinks. You know, it was, right now it's a free platform. It's potentially a good way to engage people socially. Might be, in its current state, a bit problematic for actual racing. And that was, that was the impression that I got. Right. I actually, we talked about, we talked about deleting this segment before we started, but I think I'll actually add this back in because I had a conversation uh, with Kelly O'Mara about this this afternoon that, uh, that we recorded. And I think like there are problems with the calibration and stuff and how you pit people against each other. So let's listen to the conversation with Kelly and I, because she had some good things to say. So Kelly, we were having kind of our friendly monthly catch up and I'm so glad because I'm, I have a bit of a burning question for you that Sarah and I weren't really able to answer last week about okay. the release of Iron Man VR. Cause I know nothing about it and I feel like we owe our listeners some information. So what do you know about this <laughs> Iron Man VR situation? Like what, why, how, where, when? Did you even try signing up for it? You're no, like, I no. did not do that. No, I just speculated I, I wildly. <laughs> <laughs> I speculate wild. It's, it's what we do here. Got it. Okay. So by nature of the fact that I actually signed up for it, I know way more than you is what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows way more than me. 
Okay. So, good. Okay. What are your thoughts? So you signed up. So you signed up for the, you signed up for the event. Did you do the event? Okay. 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 Number one, I feel like there are a lot of details here that you need, but it's fine. Number one, just go to triathlete. I wrote a whole thing about how it works with steps so that you can figure it out for Sarah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. But it's a club. I signed up for the virtual club, which has like challenges and points. And then you can points convert to credit, Sarah. And, uh, and as Alyssa pointed out on Twitter, we're not sure what points are for, but you you get you earn them. There are okay. many points, and then you can use your credits for discounts, like at the Iron Man store. So you earn <laughs> points mm-hmm. to buy stuff at the at a discount at the Iron Man store. As one of my friends said, this sounds like Dwight Schrute bucks from The Office. One hundred percent does. One hundred percent does. But then, once you're in the virtual club, you can sign up for a virtual race, also, an event. So I, okay. which is what they're calling VR, which obviously is like a little misleading because it's not like virtual reality. It's literally just so far. It's literally just been you like do a thing and your GPS uploads and then it ranks you. That's okay. It. Like, so that's the race. I s- Right. Because a bit of Sarah's confusion last week was like when we hear v- when ordinary people, most people hear VR, they think of like goggles in which you're in a different universe. But that's not what this is. I mean, I suppose you could wear goggles if you wanted. But no, right now the racing like the race and in quotations was literally just like a GPS thing. Like you went and did it. And then you uploaded your, you, your Garmin or your Strava or your whatever was connected to this Ironman system mm-hmm. and it uploaded and then it like ranked you. But there were a number of flaws, like multiple people pointed out different flaws and issues where, you know, there was like an age group girl who biked a 137 uh, half, which is quite impressive. <laughs> like, oh, so I used to bike for 90K. Yeah. But I don't even know that she was cheating because like somebody else told me, you know, there's it's like depends on how your uh, stationary bike computes mileage. You know what I'm saying? Like when I ride on the trainer, it says I went zero miles. So how long would it take me to go 56 miles? Infinity. Right. Whereas other people's (laughs) systems like use some kind of calculation to guess how many miles you're going. And you don't necessarily even know that it just kind of is like built into the thing. So, you know, I like that all needs to get sorted out if they like want these to be real races, obviously. Right. And so you could do this. Basically, what I'm hearing you say is like you could do you could do the bike ride on the trainer or outside. Yes. OK. And you just uploaded your file. OK. And then could you run on a treadmill or did you everybody run outside? Well, I don't know. I didn't like ask everybody, but I'm sure you could run on a treadmill. But again, you would have the issue with like, how does it measure distance? How does your GPS work? Like, yeah. what does your watch think? Like my, tr- when I put it in treadmill mode on my watch, it makes up weird numbers. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of questions around like how you, cause like you can't calibrate everyone's machine across the world to make it a fair right. race. Like that's, impossible that's been the thing a lot of people have been hung up on is the calibration also the like weight check because obviously you could weight dope and say you weight dope (laughs) i love how we have a phrase now already it's weight doping people do it on zwift now they're doing it on iron man vr stop weight doping people stop weight doping are we gonna have like weight doping shaming like probably where like people screenshot someone's like they're over at their friend's house and they just happen to see their screen open and they know that they put their 150 pounds, but really they're a 160 pound guy. And then they like shame them on slow twitch. Is that going to oh, be a thing? I think there's already been internet shaming. There was, and I felt kind of bad because some of these people who had 
unbelievable splits on this like VR one thing. We're then getting shamed on triathlon Twitter and people were like looking up their old results and being like, Oh, these don't match up. And you're like, you don't even know if they were, they might've just done the thing and it uploaded and they had no idea that it didn't, you know, calibrate right or whatever. Cause we're not all the most tech savvy. I don't know what my computer does all the time. Whatever. The point is there was already shaming happening and it was a little intense and yeah. Some of these questions need to be sorted wow. out for sure. I don't see how they're going to give out 70.3 world spots. They still claim they're going to. They're going to give out virtual 70.3 world spots. And I've asked them about the questions around, you know, fairness and cheating, because obviously a lot of people have. They say they're still mm-hmm. sorting it out. It'll probably be some combination of GPS and heart rate to, like, verify. Uh, the pros raced in an actual, like, virtual platform where they were in theory, like they were racing down the Ironman boulder course. Uh, so the races might also kind of work like that. Eventually Zwift okay. is launching its own thing. That's very, very similar. It's like a competitor apparent like today. I think they announced they're launching whatever. There's so many virtual races. If I get one more email from a PR person about a virtual race, a virtual race. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So I'm a little skeptical, but what I, the one thing that I did hear a lot was that people thought it was actually fun, you know? So oh, you heard I think that. Like the, yeah. the fun aspect is there or maybe the motivation aspect, but in terms of making a, a competitive race and announcing winners and losers, it feels like there's a long way to go. Yeah. I think you probably could just stick to like Strava KOMs for now. Right. Except that you shouldn't be doing any of this because aren't you like not supposed to be t- stressing your health immune system right now. And you know, true, true. Also not supposed to be risking crashing on the road and stuff like that. Right. There's all that stuff too, but you know, whatever guys, whatever. (laughs) Okay. Kelly. Well, thanks. Good to get some info from you as always. We miss you, but I'm I'm going to go talk to Sarah now. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think the challenge is around like Kelly said around like how we know that like if people are on trainers whether they're calibrated the same or if people are lying about their weight or unintentionally lying about their weight or don't even know how to use the technology properly like you could easily make an error that would make your time faster or slower than it should be so I think like that's the challenge if you're actually going to create like a reward system where you get money, you know, if there was prize money or if people are qualifying for world championships. Yeah, I I think right now in its current form, it's great as a social platform. Uh, You know, I think it's nice to just see other people around the world taking on the same challenges who would normally be racing Ironman. Now, if there are actual stakes... You know, it gets a lot more complicated and, and it doesn't seem like they can yet handle that that challenge. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll see how it unfolds. So the Ironman works with Rovi for the virtual racing platform for cycling. I don't know what the capabilities of that platform are. I know other platforms, for example, like uh, like Strava, they do have a way to make sure that people are uh, like there's a degree of accountability with the higher end racing. So they, they use, uh, did I say Strava? I meant Zwift. Yeah, you did. Zwift. I was going to say, this yeah, is, I was going to yeah, ask yeah. you about Zwift. Yeah. Aaron, just edit that out. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Again, not a good source of information. It's nine 30 here on the East coast. I'm tired. Um, anyway, so yeah, Zwift, 
So they use something like it's called Zwift Power, and it it uses data points like uh, like your heart rate to be able to see whether or not it's actually reflective of effort. We'll see. We'll see what what they do. Well, with Iron Man, it's just not there yet. Yeah, I would be really nervous. If just looking at the results for the the virtual racing, I think it opens a lot of eyes. I'm guessing the people who rode on hour thirty for fifty six miles that might not be accurate. Just a hunch. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> just a little off. Yeah, but we'll see. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, and as Kelly thought said, I thought this was funny. Do you watch? Did you ever watch The Office? Yeah. Yeah. So she was like how uh, on the Iron Man platform, people are getting points and like they're getting random, like you can win points and you put it in a bank and you can win. And it sort of sounded a bit like Shroot Bucks. (laughs) Like you can like you're winning this like arbitrary (laughs) like thing that has no value. So I don't know. It depends. Like it's when you start winning real things in the real world. And like I know this weekend that the pros who participated all got like a set amount of cash for what for participating and they had to do a big setup and all of that stuff so it wasn't like who won and lost didn't that whole fairness of like the calibration of their their power meters and their like weighing in and all that stuff didn't come into play as much yeah so for for the pros there was my understanding in four men on sunday four women on saturday going head to head in the the ruby platform uh, and as long as your husband didn't unplug the trainer like uh, Marina Carfrey, then it seems like a a pretty good a pretty good experience from their standpoint. When all of this, when COVID started unfolding, and they realized that athletes were going to possibly be doing this virtual racing, I think they they reached out to a handful. The platform you can't have probably more than four women, four men at a time. You know, because they're asking athletes to do something that they normally wouldn't do, plus have the access uh, because they needed to have the filming. They needed to have that component, the engagement. I think it's totally fine that they they paid them a couple grand yeah. to do it. It makes yeah. I think it's a great opportunity for the athletes. You know, if you were talking about actual prize money for first, second, third that opens a different discussion because it doesn't exactly. sound like the technology's there. But mm-hmm. in terms of, hey, we're going to take over, you know, a good chunk of your weekend. We expect you to live stream it and, you know, engage with fans and everything. I have no problem with that whatsoever. And actually, Iron Man, call me up if uh, you want a few hours of my time. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, so it's... I don't. I don't think you can look at it as really racing per se as much as you know it's kind of an exhibition yeah i like that yeah it's just it's just it's just a bit of fun for now it's and fun it's, it's, it's fun and it's more social than doing all that alone on the weekend yes we'll we'll see what happens with it honestly is it the same thing as going out and racing no but we're in different times right now i think we're all we're all searching for ways to connect and maybe this is an imperfect way, but I give them credit for trying. Nice. And also last week we asked a very important question of our audience around what we should call our 
some of our segments. Sometimes we we're already doing this, like making up segments. No, no, no. Only doing Sarah's making up segments. We talked about this before the show. Her new thing is let's just name arbitrarily segments and something yeah. will stick. We just like, and then our new segment is, and then eventually we'll just have the segments that we want. Or we could like just like randomly pick the ones that we want each week. If we have like a bunch of different things in a bucket, it's like pick and mix. You don't know what segments you're getting. So we did hear from a listener on how we should name our segments. All right. So here's an idea um, that, uh, that you can try and it plays right into Sarah True's commitment fear. Um, is to have two segments, one that's uh, grossly true stuff, um, stuff that's, you know, really true but nobody ever talks about, and the other is truly gross stuff, which is, well, there you go. Um, So just an idea, two segments, and uh, enjoy. Really loving the podcast. So I definitely think we should have segments both called grossly true and truly gross. Absolutely. What was was the name of that caller, mystery caller? I don't think he said. He's oh, just like mystery just man. Like, mystery man just straight in with the information, with the opinion about the segment names, and then straight yeah. out. It's like the I perfect way that. to leave a voice. Yeah, ninja yeah. style. Exactly, right. ninja voicemailer. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, so after the break, we are going to have our new segment, grossly true. We grossly, as in, in a big way, and truly want to thank our sponsor, Noon Hydration, for supporting If We Were Riding. If you love us, or even kind of like us, or maybe just like our content, you can make sure we grow through our Patreon campaign at patreon.com forward slash live feisty. And also make sure you talk to us on Instagram at If We Were Riding. We love talking to people on Instagram, especially on the stories. If you want to send us a voicemail, record a voice memo on your phone and send it to Sarah at livefeisty.com. That's Sarah with no H, me, at livefeisty.com. And remember, the I comes after the E if you're feisty. We also love reviews on iTunes and written messages from you joining the conversation. If We Were Riding is a Live Feisty Media production hosted by Sarah True and me, Sarah Gross. Our awesome editor is Aaron Hamilton, and our producer is Taylor Mahan Rudolph. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. This time, like the last time, you better get ready to race to the top. I'm ready to do this, show you what the truth is. I step on the field, it's time to get real, and I'm feeling so ruthless. Okay, so Sarah, you had an idea for how this segment, Grossly True, would... Um, with unravel my, my brain isn't working anymore i don't, I don't um, know if it's a segment it's a game because it's a, it's a game clearly okay. we like we like games and we like being a little silly here um so i was thinking have you heard of true two truths and a lie i have yeah okay so basically two truths and a lie is i give you three things that uh i say are factual one is a total bald-faced lie, and you have to figure out what it is. But we're going to turn it around. I'm not. Maybe I'll tell Sarah after we record this which one the lie was. But oh, we want the audience. Yeah, we want the audience it. to figure it out. So I love it. Yeah. Okay. So let let mm-hmm. us know which one you think is a lie based on what you've learned of me so far. Okay. okay. So you all know that I how how I'm handling. 
this whole like stressful coronavirus period, things have gotten a little weird in the true household. So, all right, my well, three, I like the honesty of that. I mean, I mean, if you've listened to the show, you know things have gotten weird. Uh, <laughs> which two are true? Which one's a lie? All right, w- let's see. I ate brownies for breakfast. I woke up. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? All right, brownies, perfectly great way to start the day, of course, with a cup of coffee. Number two, I ordered 36 pounds of all-purpose flour, which has arrived. Number three, I wore my onesie two days in a row until my husband told me that it was covered in stuff, and he really was grossed out by me, so it was time to take off the onesie. Which one of those is a lie? Let me know what you think. Wow. Oh, I have a I have an opinion about this, but I'm going to I'm going to keep this to myself. Okay. So, if you want to tell us what you think, here's what you do. So, you can send me an email if you want, sarah with no h at livefeisty.com. I before e except if you're feisty. So, those are your <laughs> It's a, it's also it's an email address and a spelling test <laughs> as well. Um or you can talk to us on Instagram at at if we were riding that's a great way to talk to us any other ways to talk to us sarah i i'm i'm sure our fabulous media team will put together some sort of poll a poll yeah a, go over a, to instagram wait did you say a pool a poll a poll maybe i just pronounced it in a canadian accent <laughs> and you didn't understand. they're not going to be making any polls at pools anytime <laughs> soon but maybe a poll <laughs> we're doing a poll over on instagram <laughs> okay um and on that note it's been a long day (laughs) yeah i'll talk to you next week sounds good sarah we know what it takes to be reaching the top we know what it takes to be reaching the top we know what it takes to be reaching the top